0: Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us uh, at the Half History Podcast. Uh, Thank you for watching on YouTube and listening wherever you get your podcasts. Please show your support by liking and subscribing. Follow us on social media and look out uh, for us uh, every Friday with the Half History Podcast. You can email us at halfhistorypod at gmail.com. And you can help us grow by becoming a patron at our patreon.com slash podcast. Sorry, that's just patreon.com slash halfhistory uh with all that out of the way today i'm going to be talking about um thomas edison um when i got into this i was looking originally kind of looking into a subject to uh kind of study about this week and it's kind of trying to settle on one and i ended up going with the light bulb so when i was looking into the light bulb
1: you had a light bulb moment Oh, exactly—a life <laughs> moment.
0: Um, but I was looking into it, and it was pretty, pretty interesting. It, um, it's an invention that kind of changed history in a way. Um, it's something that you know we're using here to light our our little uh, set. So, um, pretty important. Quite and a few
1: lights. I just actually looked directly at him. I probably should <laughs> stop doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're we're yeah we're figuring out a, a um, ideal setup here um, for our production, but
1: it hurts my eyes.
0: Yeah, without lights, <laughs> uh, we wouldn't be able to be doing this. We wouldn't be able to go to work. Um, before lights were around, people do you, were doing things by candlelight.
1: I know. Honestly, I kind of wish we would still do that. It would really suck, but it's also really cool to just kind of like light a fire. Imagine like. A candlelit restaurant, ooh, yeah, That's fancy. Nice. That I know, yeah. But um, also it's a fire hazard. If there was a candle, definitely. In the room. But at the if same time, around. exactly. People pay extra for candlelit anything.
0: Do they? You know, I I wouldn't.
1: Well, and this <laughs> is why we don't go on dates. No, no I'm no,
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I I would, but you actually pay less because you're not paying for electricity.
1: Well, then, even better, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it, and it smells good.
1: Right? No, if you get scented ones. Of course. Unless you get the <laughs> the, the candles that smell like butt. Don't they have those candles?
0: Um, Ethan Klein made a candle. Smells like my butthole. <laughs> um,
1: I kind of wanted to buy it, but I actually heard it smelled really bad.
0: Yeah, well, they only made a limited amount. Right, They're and weren't
1: gonna- they like 100 bucks each?
0: 75. 75. I think that was what the original um, vagina candle cost as well.
1: There was also a vagina candle, if you guys didn't know. Right.
0: Hmm. Uh, It smelled like flowers or something, though. Wow. That's
1: kind of bullshit. Um, But imagine you have the whole ensemble, the vagina candle, and then the butthole candle complete set.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For burning at once. (laughs) That's pretty great. Right on. Um...
1: It'd probably be pricey,
0: right? But, It'll uh, balance
1: out. One smells like butthole. The other one uh, smells s- like flowers. <laughs>
0: Seventy-five dollar candle? That's that's um, too much for me, even mm. for like a, for a gag. Um,
1: L- literally, <laughs> a gag.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, before candles, people were basically doing things by or before light bulbs, people were doing things by candlelight. Um Sick. It was the Industrial Revolution. Things people um were being powered by steam and and gas um and people were still going to sleep when the sun went down mm. so
1: the good old days when people got hopefully good night's rest
0: right um so the invention of artificial light kind of changed uh, the game made it so we don't have to sleep at night so
1: could stay up all night Ooh-hoo. yeah
0: so that's pretty cool it actually came around. Um, we'll talk about it in a little bit later, but when I when I was studying the, the the subject, I was watching the video. Shout out to Hank Green. If you want to know more about electricity's history, you can um, watch his video. Uh, I think it's Hank, one of the Green brothers. They do the uh, the the history mini videos, which are kind of cool. I watch those for inspiration for kind of topic for the show. Um, Also, shout out to Georg Ohm, Andre Marie Ampere, Alessandro Volta, and Michael Faraday. Those are the real homies who kind of put in the groundwork for studying uh, electricity. Uh, Also, shout out to Nikola Tesla, but that's going to be for a different episode. Um,
1: You heard of uh, John Travolta, but have you heard of Alessandro Volta?
0: Alessandro Volta. Hmm, fancy.
1: um, Where's he from?
0: I think Italy, Alessandro, but Fresh volts, pasta, yo. Volta uh, um, became volts, and Pierre <laughs> became amps and ohm, is um, another measurement of um, energy.
1: Ohm. So
0: they studied electricity so cool. and kind of yeah. Um,
1: Imagine getting named after all of it.
0: they in in the video he says one of the the best, one of the highest honors in science is for your for people to start spelling your last name with a lowercase letter. Cause it becomes a, a measurement.
2: Oh. Yeah. You
0: hmm. Know? So yeah, the, those guys actually put in the groundwork for the understanding of electricity and for it to be accessible or like kind of understood in a way for people to study. Um but
1: still hard on my books. Right. For me to study. <laughs> so... I'm not a good student.
0: It's... Yeah, this, this, this show's given me a reason to... Um,
1: crack open the books again. Crack open
0: some books, do some studying, learn about um, a little bit of production skills. So it's been kind of invigorating for me in that sense. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely not the best student when it comes to um, actually um being accountable to uh an institution you know school uh
1: we're trying though
0: right but we're definitely trying here uh today at the half history podcast
1: trying to uh pique other people's curiosity as well hopefully get the ball rolling if you guys are interested or if <clears throat> if you weren't previously to hopefully get a little bit more interested heck yeah because some of this stuff is really cool
0: for sure hit us up we'll do your um your history report mm-hmm. just um you know let us know we'll do all the studying for you and put it together um no we're just kidding but we'll, we <laughs> i was gonna
1: say wow that's, that's a lot of work
0: no we do we do i do want to have more topics to study and i like um studying about this particular topic i was looking into light bulbs and uh, or or well, electricity in general mm-hmm. and uh got really interested in thomas edison So I kind of like those topics that are just one person uh, or one kind of event. So I'm going into this guy, Thomas, Mm -hmm. a little bit more into his backstory and how influential he was when it comes to inventiveness and the development of technology really in in modern times. So going a little bit back into India's history. So the first question for today, we're going to be... Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What made Edison famous? We have a couple options here. Okay. He became famous, Um, you know, at a certain point in his life. He was uh, kind of a rich and famous guy. Right. He, uh, so of the things he did, he invented electricity, created uh, a form of sound recording, or, or he was the guy who started uh, the rumor of Santa Claus.
1: I'm going to go with the guy that started the rumor for Santa Claus.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: You're saying that he didn't start the Santa Claus rumor? I wish. Uh,
0: um. No, actually, I, I put that in there just because it would be funny, but hopefully in the coming days, well, it's December right now when this is going to come out, and I'm going to maybe do a little studying on the origins of christmas Ooh! so that's gonna be fun
1: i kind of want to do one on krampus
0: krampus mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. so yeah I, I originally wanted to do one on thanksgiving didn't really get uh, around to it when it came to the uh time uh but it would be cool to do one on christmas mm-hmm. so look out for that
1: we should get um christmas hats santa hats
0: Oh heck yeah, dude. Oh really
1: cool. we could dress the girls up as elves.
0: We hello will. I'm definitely <laughs> gonna get uh some of that. Mm-hmm. Um but so yeah, so what actually made Edison famous is he that he invented um he created a form of sound recording. Hmm. Wow. The um the microphone mm-hmm. kind of existed at the time. The telephone was created in I believe eighteen seventy six and you could transmit. I don't even really know how the telephone worked. Maybe I'll look into that. Shout out to Alexander Graham Bell. I know he played a big part in that, but.
1: Isn't it uh, sound waves? Well, actually, before, wasn't it that they had to have like telephone operators where they would connect them?
0: Yeah, I, but I don't, I don't even. I don't know where. Because they must have used. um They must have used.
1: Like radio waves.
0: Radio waves. I don't think radio waves existed at the time. I think it was still like the telegraph lines, right? But I don't know how that because radio, I think, came around in after like 1900. We're talking about 18, 1876.
1: Oh, oh okay. Getting ahead of myself.
0: A little bit. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. So this was before even like record players and stuff. <clears throat> so okay. he he created literally one of the first forms of sound recording he it was um a tin foil disc or like a tube Mm -hmm. and he kind of talked into a cone and it created a vibration on the the tube as it spun and you could spin it back with the the like a needle the same needle you used to record spin it back and it would play the sound that you recorded and yeah, so that was a That's pretty. That's amazing. It, it was amazing, and the the fact that you could record sound and play it back was kind of. Revolutionary!
1: Incredible. Oh my god, imagine like being in that room, hearing the first like sound recording ever, like just playing it back and hearing it actually is like. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, so that it's 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 pretty incredible to think about not being able to even record mm-hmm. sound and um listen to things i even as a kid i always remember having like a tape recorder around just being able to listen to myself or the answering machine you know what i mean just kind of always being able to listen to my own voice so Mm -hmm. um just not even be able being able to do that it's kind of a crazy thing Mm -hmm. but he unveiled the phonograph uh was the thing that made him famous it reproduced sounds by means of vibration of a stylus following a groove and a rotating disc in december 1877 the public's amazement surrounding this invention was quickly followed by universal acclaim edison was projected into worldwide prominence and was dubbed the wizard of menlo park
1: the wizard wizard so if you think about
3: it
0: like sound recording in terms of like um uh like just recording sound for playing back in the future it goes it's so important in terms of like art and culture it, mm-hmm. it, it's universal you know everyone kind of needs this technology you need to record your music to you know play it back so before 1877 that the idea of that wasn't really possible so he got, got super famous dubbed the wizard of menlo park he yeah it just crazy it It catapulted him into fame. Mm -hmm. Um, Studying this, this guy actually reminded me a lot of Elon Musk. Oh my god, he's just like, (laughs) just kind of pushing the boundaries uh, in a lot of ways. He, we'll get into what he did, um, you know, in terms of what he contributed. But he put, um, he put a lot of his energy and money into just kind of studying and Mm -hmm. doing things that people really didn't think were possible like um let's see well i have more questions i don't want to get too ahead of myself but
1: no it's exciting
0: yeah um so i'm gonna go back into this guy's early life Mm -hmm. mr mr tommy edison
1: tommy edison oh how old is he in this
0: um well he was born uh we're gonna go back from from when he was born uh he made the phonograph when he was thirty. Oh wow! Yeah, so,
1: so that's kind of not necessarily early in life, but kind of a um, middle point.
0: Middle point. That's but crazy for, for such a revolutionary invention. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like at any time exactly uh, would have been you know amazing. Mm-hmm. But he was born in Milan, Ohio. Milan. Milan.
1: Milan.
0: Um, they, I think, I've heard a guy pronounce it Milan. Because they, you know, don't speak French, but
1: oh, <laughs> they don't have that accent. Well, yeah, it's just
0: you know their American way of saying right. it. So shout out to Milan, Ohio.
1: Milan, Ohio, what up? But in 1887,
0: 1847, he was born. He was the seventh child to his parents.
1: Lord, oh my God. He was
0: the last child. Oh, um, but some luckily. of his siblings didn't survive to adulthood.
1: That's actually really sad.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure the context. I looked a little bit into it, but um, did a lot of the studying kind of just off the cuff. You know, not super in depth. So shout out if you can find out. Uh, you know, let me know what happened to to his, his siblings.
1: Well, they probably died from like disease, because back then medicine wasn't as good. Yeah, like if they had a cut or something, and it got infected, and then that started spreading, like it probably was not good news.
0: Yeah, or anything, or any kind mm-hmm. of like um, what do you call them? Just infection. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a long time ago, you know. like yeah. for Shoot. So, uh, I, I might bring it up a little bit later in my document here, but the if you want to think about the time period, he was born in eighteen forty seven. Hmm. Um, what do you call it? red dead 2 always think of that as like a time reference right um red dead 2 takes place the main story in
1: 1899 oh wow so that stuff was still so going like on.
0: 1900 pretty much wow so it's like 50 years before mm-hmm. sound was barely or no 50 years before edison was being born wow. 25 years before sound was barely being like created or like recorded right So, I'm just using that as, like, a time reference. After 1900, Mm -hmm. um, after kind of, like, you know, this time, 77, once sound and videos kind of starts being recorded, things move really quickly for technology. Um,
1: That's usually how it goes.
0: Yeah, planes um, start coming around. I'll I'll do one on planes, you know, maybe in the future. But planes start coming around in 1900s. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So, um, just, it gets crazy um, how much... Humans advance in a hundred years. Whereas before 1900, it was kind of a lot of the same kind of crap. You know, they were just living in, um yeah, just not a lot of uh
1: work and survive
0: advancement. A little bit.
1: Back in the day. Right. Sleep, procreate.
0: Yeah.
1: Build a family, go to church.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I'm just kind of pointing out how things moved a lot slower right. uh, back, back then, even. I wonder
1: uh, when it was, like, when people were the least stressed. Like, if it, was, if it was, like, back then when they had, like, not as much technology, not as much to worry about, maybe. Or Because I'm sure they were also worried about putting food on the table and everything. Like, I wonder at which period in life people are most, or, or sorry, least stressed. Least like, stressed. what timeline?
0: We're talking about, like, just time periods and what's the least stressed? I couldn't mm-hmm. even imagine or tell mm-hmm.
1: you. Because every generation i guess has their own set of of like struggles growing up like there's a lot of stuff happening in the world every every single day so
0: yeah that honestly is an interesting question because if you think about it we're we're at a point now kind of in in history Mm -hmm. where everything is as accessible as it's ever been exactly things are as easy as they possibly could be Mm -hmm. but we still have so much stress about like, um, you know, maybe like, uh, wealth, mm-hmm. um, you know, in disparities, um, or, um, just social stuff when it comes to social media being such a big thing today. Right. Um, there's so many things that, um, add stress that weren't around a hundred years ago where exactly. you're just trying to you know, survive day to day. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's such a crazy thing that, um, when you think about what could be the the least stressful time, I think we were at a point where it was maybe the least stressful time. Uh kind of like a peak and then we're almost kind of going back mm. down. Um or at least it seems like uh,
1: Yeah. No, I feel like the two thousands, like two thousand, twenty fifteen ish was a really good time ish. <laughs> yeah. Think. Like at least for me growing up that was kind of my childhood. I had a lot of fun. Um, but I also wasn't a grown adult facing, like, day-to-day struggles. Yeah. Um, I imagine probably the 80s or the 90s because a bunch of people were doing drugs.
0: That's, I was going to say, like, even, like, the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's always just kind of a hindsight's 2020 Yeah. sort of thing.
1: Absolutely. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Shit. Right. Like, we could have another pandemic, God forbid.
0: Yeah. You never know. <laughs> mm um, but we gotta be hopeful. So uh,
1: let's make today a good day, and tomorrow, up to tomorrow, even better. <laughs> right? No, even but I mean, every day is a new day, fresh start. I That's mean, right. Gotta get up and do it, guys.
0: Get up and do it. Mm-hmm.
1: So self care, though self
0: care. In a the else there, mm-hmm. Edison was born. So he was born. Um, shout out.
1: Thomas Edison. <laughs> Let us
0: know if you can um, figure out what his siblings died from, because I was actually interested to know. Yeah, me too. He he developed partial deafness after about a scarlet fever, is what it was attributed to, and then untreated ear infections. Yeesh. So he developed Ouch. partial deafness. He was deaf in one ear and then kind of mostly deaf in another ear.
1: So he was just... At hearing, like, 25% hearing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so he's kind of like Beethoven, you know? Oh, wow. (laughs) I think just deaf and... um, Beethoven's even more impressive because he was, I think, all the way deaf and, you know, creating beautiful music. Wow. But...
1: Can I be honest? Yeah. I didn't know he was deaf.
0: (laughs) I think, or Bach, or... I, I think multiple people that, like, were famous musicians were deaf multiple at least like one or two like couple yeah i just think I was that i don't know one um one. i'm Shout getting a little bit of things know. wrong. <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> just hit us up uh, i've been i've been um interested in reaching out to or hearing from anybody who's interested in the show mm-hmm. we're going to be posting every friday keeping it up so just uh, please join yeah. us join us contact us uh let us know yeah let us know we are um talking about Edison here, he actually lied a lot and created fake reasons for his deafness. Mm -hmm. He's kind of a little bit of a prankster. So um, he was barely hearing in one of his ears and he was deaf in the other. It's alleged that Edison would listen to a music player or piano by clamping his teeth into the wood, uh, into like a piece of wood to absorb the sound waves into his skull. So... What? Yeah, he would um, just like clamp onto to like the piano leg while it was playing and, and feel the vibrations. He
1: was tasting music.
0: Taste the, <laughs> taste, <laughs> taste the music.
1: He's like, mmm, great tune. Yeah. Can, give me a little more of that.
0: <laughs> or a music player. So he would do the same thing for a music player if he was playing loud enough. Um, but that was in his old age. Uh, it says as he got older, he, he, Edison believed that his hearing loss would allow, uh, allowed him to avoid distraction and concentrate more easily on his work. Wow, modern. what a
1: great way to to look at it! Right, he seemed really passionate about studying and like educating himself, which he, I imagine back then was like the only thing you could really do.
0: He was always studying, yeah. Like so, he was. It's cool that he made the most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he actually modern day historians and medical professionals have suggested that he may have had ADHD. So, wow. yeah, so he was kind of a little bit all over the place, a little bit hyperactive. Um, Me too. Uh, <laughs> right, but um, like when I work, I like to put in um, headphones or um, what do you call them, earmuffs, just to cover up the sound. And, um, you know, it helped him as well. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Addison. He started working at a young age, and this leads us to our next question. Um how old was Edison when he started working?
1: How old was Edison when he started working? Do you have...
0: Yes. yes. We got three options. We got four, 13, uh, and then he never worked uh, uh, a traditional job a day in his life.
1: Hmm. White man. Siblings died. Seven siblings. So I'm guessing their family could probably afford to have a big family. So I'm going to go with he never worked a day in his life.
0: No, I um, I put that in there just uh, because I... Damn it. I... I compared him to Elon Musk. Uh, uh, I don't know if that fool ever actually had a a real job in his life, but
1: he should make him work at McDonald's. He would get fired within a day, man.
0: Yeah, no, he no, he would um try and take the manager's position and um try and change everything around, So, like I could do it better.
1: <laughs> uh, he'd be like, "I'll make you a manager if you pay me," no, like he, with the the Twitter verification. <laughs> oh my god, you could buy to just be verified.
0: Yeah, anyone can work if you pay no he yeah and but i'm just gonna kind (laughs) of um we're just ragging
1: on him yeah no he actually
0: (laughs) actually did point out that he started working young that's why i put four um but he was 13 uh when he started working he uh not necessarily when he started working he might have started working a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. but i was kind of just reading through the wikipedia article on this guy he made 50 dollars a week profit as a news butcher
1: Oh my god a news butcher so i'm guessing he was cutting like the newspapers
0: he actually mm. yeah like they it was he He wouldn't like wrap the newspapers and mm-hmm. do all that himself he sold candy as well as uh, vegetables wow,
1: what a hustler yeah he was
0: a hustler and Damn. fifty dollars a week that's not even like bad today that's that's two hundred two thousand you know five hundred bucks uh, a year
1: oh my god no I but think. i wonder what it is nowadays because back then currency was 50 well, I, bucks a week was probably a lot of money back in the day.
0: Yeah, no, that, that had to have been been... Uh, I have a, a comparison here. Uh, 10 times. 240, so uh, 5 to 120. Uh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, so I can imagine that's well <laughs> over uh, a couple hundred bucks uh, a week. Damn. Which is pretty good money. But... Yeah. So he w- he was young when he was making a lot of money.
1: I wonder what his siblings did.
0: I know, I mean I don't, I'm not really sure I I really wanted to to do a little more studying, but mm-hmm. I'm doing this a little bit on the fly. Uh, we got some technical difficulties on our last record, so mm-hmm. we're just trying to like really really get into the the habit of getting a recording mm-hmm. and uh,
1: get it out to you guys, educate the world out there, and exactly. educate ourselves along the way.
0: For sure. So um, I wanted to do a little bit more studying on the guy because he's actually really interesting. But
1: maybe we could do a part two later.
0: But part two for sure, and mm. maybe kind of go into more depth of who the guy was because I don't really know um, too much about him. Just I just was studying about his kind of um, early life and his uh, backstory a little bit. Um, but when he was fifteen, he saved a three-year-old, Jimmy McKenzie. From being struck by a runaway train.
1: Oh, my gosh. A runaway train.
0: <sighs> yeah. Runaway train. So, it must have just, like, been going and the brakes were, you know, not working um, or something. But the the boy's father, I don't have his name, but he was a telegraph operator. Mm-hmm. So, he owned kind of uh He worked in the train station and he was responsible for... Uh, or, no, he was what did it say he was he owned like he worked in a train station and he was kind of one of the higher ups there okay so he was so grateful that the edison saved his boy that he trained him as a telegraph operator oh wow so uh so when he was when he was young even he kind of learned uh, he was a real hard worker he was selling uh, all kinds of stuff and then mm-hmm. he also learned a lot of kind of good skills when it came to um the like learning telegraph operating that's a pretty right. like practical skill you actually developed some technology in telegraphs uh, as we'll get into a little bit in the future
1: that's so amazing that he got that opportunity yeah especially by just being a good good samaritan
0: the so i was kind of theorizing when i was reading this that maybe he he put the kid there He set it up himself, and he saved the kid uh, in a way to get in good with this professional guy to get a good job.
1: But at the same time, like if he dragged this kid on the train tracks and then pulled him off, I'm pretty sure the kid would have said something too. Yeah. Right. I mean,
0: Willie was three. So.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like a three-year-old could—I mean, he would be traumatized if he got dragged out in front of a train. That was run away, yeah. you know? I don't know. Nah, That'd be an interesting theory, though.
0: No, nah, I, was, I was mostly joking, but I think it'd be funny.
1: <laughs> He's um, like, come here, kid. Right. Stand here for a second.
0: No, I'm not going to put that on Edison. He did, I apparently, kill an elephant. I didn't get into that. Oh, wait. That's another... There,
1: there was an episode on Bob's Burgers, huh? Yeah.
0: So, there was a, a teacher who was real into Tom Edison.
1: What a dick.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, kind of a strange concept Hmm. he's a real cool guy so i could get being really into him but he did i believe kill an elephant i didn't really look into that but that's in part two you know was that
1: intentional
0: yeah he was trying Um. to so so actually a um spoiler a little bit for (laughs) for part two uh um, sorry we don't have to well no i i was just thinking because what when you said that it reminded me of the the origin of the electrocution mm-hmm. i believe he was trying to prove that nikola tesla's direct current or alternating current mm-hmm. i don't i don't know which one's which he's trying to prove that nikola tesla's current was dangerous and more deadly so he was going to mm-hmm. electrocute this elephant and say like look if you um you know make a mistake you could easily die like in a second mm-hmm. so like he was trying to make it seem like can we um,
1: prove it on this big innocent elephant.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that I and we we'll, we'll get into that when I when I talk about Tesla because mm-hmm. I was starting a thing about Tesla and apparently he worked for Benjamin Frank or who is this guy? Thomas Edison. <laughs> Thomas Edison and he worked for this guy for like a little bit kind of as an apprentice. So wow that's an interesting dynamic so maybe we'll get into that at a, at a later date hmm. but
1: if you could choose one guy to have dinner with who would you choose I
0: get this all the time even in, so like all Ever dead mm-hmm. I've heard this all the time this is something they'll ask you like on interviews too like it's a weird freaking question I don't even know
1: I did not get asked that on my interview
0: I know but <laughs> it's just a weird question um who would i who would i
1: have dinner with have
0: dinner with it'd have to be like um a good a good cook you know i think ramsey's a real piece of shit i'd say bourdain had to be bourdain anthony bourdain okay super interesting guy i don't even really know i've never watched his show i i really want to watch parts unknown um and kind of learn more about the guy because he was super interesting Mm -hmm. um but unfortunately he was like a rock star chef and he he killed himself oh um took his own life at one point okay um so that's an unfortunate thing that that happened to him, uh, but he was super interesting and in his favorite restaurant to go to uh, and when he went to l a was in and out <laughs> So that's all I need that's enough that's all I need to know about him so he's the guy
1: okay That's a good answer. What about you? My first dog. Oh,
0: the little coffee. Go coffee. You'd make him like a dinner and everything. Probably. Hmm.
1: But human. Who would I? Hmm. I don't know. I want to meet someone great. I guess.
0: Someone amazing. I
1: guess. Someone. <laughs> uh oh. Um.
0: Mister Incredible. <sighs>
1: No, no no the um fuck what was his name the guy for that played aladdin the first one.
0: Oh, tim um tom uh tim robbins what's his name uh john uh robin williams
1: robin williams yeah i don't want to have dinner with him
0: yeah he, he was a pretty um i think amazing person and comedian
1: do you see the video when he danced with the cowboy the dallas cowboy cheerleaders cheerleaders <laughs> no it's funny
0: i did not i have not seen that he seems like a real fun guy though i can yeah. i could see that being a fun time yeah yeah all right all right um anyway let so. us know
1: who you guys would have dinner with on yeah the, for sure comments below please
0: i think that's interesting i i, I never really thought about that question but mm-hmm. i kind of came up with a good one and i think um that robin williams would be interesting because yeah i, I don't know much about the guy either so yeah it could be cool to kind of open up with him on a, on a personal level and mm-hmm. kind of see both of those guys yeah um but where was i he
1: how nikola tesla was apprenticing him
0: right oh um that actually isn't part of what i wrote because i was going to save that for the tesla episode but um spoiler after so after oh I kind of moved a little fast here in my document, but after he became a telegraph operator, he was able to study qualitative analysis and conducted chemical experiments until he left the job rather than being fired Mm -hmm. after being held responsible for a near collision of two trains. Oh. So he kind of prioritized his his studying and his his experiments over a lot of his jobs, as we'll find out. (laughs) He was a little bit kind of reckless. He was 15 at the time, so when he had the job, and he almost crashed uh, two trains. That's really
1: dangerous. But it's funny that he was slacking from his job by studying.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like he was experimenting. He never actually got such like a formal education, Mm -hmm. but he was super curious and super interested in just learning and experimenting. So he did chemical experiments, and he, yeah, he was gonna be fired, but he chose to leave. So he didn't get fired smart Right. that was um,
1: kind of nice of them especially if he almost caused the collision of two trains
0: right yeah that, that would be that'd be crazy um so after after that Edison obtained the exclusive right to sell newspapers on the road and with the aid of four assistants mm-hmm. he set in type and printed the grand truck grand trunk herald which he sold with his other papers Uh, this began edison's long streak of entrepreneurial ventures he discovered his talents as a businessman ultimate ultimately his entrepreneurship was central to the formation of 14 companies including general electric so he was responsible for kind of innovating a lot in the business world and being an entrepreneur in kind of existing businesses, uh, even at a young age. So this was between the ages of 15 and 19.
1: Mm-hmm. Damn, that kid is a hard worker.
0: I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, as as far as, you know, how I studied it, it's kind of the, the impression that I got is between mm-hmm. 15 and 19. So when he was 19, he moved to Louisville, Kentucky, where he worked for Western Union, which mm-hmm. I believe is a bank. He worked
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, it's I think it's a huge bank. I think it's still around mm-hmm. Western Union. Uh he worked the Associated Press Bureau Newswire. He had wow. a little bit of experience in the news. Um so he worked the Newswire, which basically means he gathers news reports and sells them to newspapers. So he moved up from selling newspapers to people to selling news to newspapers.
1: Wow. That's, so that's pretty kind cool. Is so strong. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: So yeah, like that's that's a pretty crazy um pretty crazy thing at 19 you know so wow. um i uh, i mean i don't know mm-hmm. when i was 19 i was working i was a I was a dishwasher you know i'm mm-hmm. uh, working at uh you know a pizza restaurant mm-hmm. just washing dishes not not doing nothing but yeah
1: i don't know when i got i don't know if it was when i was 16 or 6 or 17 or 16 when I started my first job, but um, I just wanted to do it to have extra money. Honestly, yeah. I didn't want to work extra shifts just because. I mean, who does, unless you like your job?
0: I wish, yeah, I wish mm-hmm. I had a uh, a job I liked. I mean, it's all right, you know. I'm still working there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you can say that. So,
1: starting a new job, which I'm excited for
0: hey but, uh, mm. we'll see how mm. it goes mm. <laughs> mm. yeah that's super awesome. I'm really proud of you. Thank I'm you
1: <laughs> I'm all excited too hopefully I don't make a fool of myself.
0: No it's gonna be good <laughs> I am I believe in you I have you. the utmost faith in you.
1: Thank you my love.
0: So when Edison was 19 he moved to Kentucky uh, he re- he requested to work the night shift so he could read and experiment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at night
0: So in the daytime
1: oh in well, the morning
0: he, yeah he worked at night so he could experiment in the in the day oh he was, he was always on on the go learning especially at a young age hmm. he was experimenting and reading all the time studying hmm. um kind of got him into trouble before you know he,
1: stop studying
0: <laughs> he will he almost crashed two trains you know what right. i mean so it's like you got to. Have some priorities, hmm.
1: but now I could just imagine him like reading his textbook or whatever, and then in the background you just hear the the train,
0: right? And then he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, wait, <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing?
1: Where am I?
0: Where are the trains I was responsible for?
1: Oh, there they are,
0: hmm.
1: meters apart."
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine like the context of what that was like man that's pretty scary to almost crash two trains
1: my butt cheeks would have clenched my pantaloons so hard
0: (laughs) uh he actually got into trouble on his last job and one night in 1967 he was working with a lead acid battery when he spilt sulfuric acid onto the floor oh no it ran between the floorboards and onto his boss's desk below
1: no that's the worst the next morning yeah the next morning what
0: he was fired yeah so he he will because he was just experimenting all the time he had good jobs Mm -hmm. he was like successful after he lost his last job he was successful selling newspapers you know he got a different job um, after he moved then he was experimenting some more and you know was forced to leave that job because he got fired
1: that's unfortunate He's just a curious guy but i definitely could imagine as an employer this is not the best employee who's distracted yeah studying even though he's studying which good for him that's awesome he's not he's literally spilling sulfuric acid onto his boss's desk unintentionally (laughs) but
0: yeah he's good for like the world but not Mm -hmm. for you know his employer he's not a good employee
1: yeah he can't be contained for sure Mm
0: -hmm. um but we're moving on to when Edison is about twenty-two years old. Hmm. What? Uh, and then we have a next question. Hmm. Uh, question number three: What was Edison's first patent? Hmm. We have three options here. The phonograph okay. would be his um, one option, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, the electric vote recorder hmm. would be a second option. Okay. And then we have the little three-prong outlets for plugging things in.
1: I'll go with the first one.
0: First one, uh, phonograph? Yes. He did patent the phonograph. Yeah, That was one of his things, but it was not his first. Oh. So. So um, did I get it wrong? Yes. You're wrong.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> his first patent was for the electric vote recorder. Okay. Um, the US, um, U.S. patent number ninety ninety thousand six hundred forty six, which was granted granted on june 1st 1869 uh it wasn't a big hit really uh, so he moved to new york and he lived in the basement of one of his mentors this guy franklin leonard pope who together they developed the technology to send two telegraphs at once wow yes they Just actually two smart guys yeah living together so they they um it was one uh this guy pope was one of uh, edison's mentors and they kind of developed this unique technology, uh, which 22, I believe, that must have been 67. The um, phone was being developed in the same era and came out in uh, 1877 or 76, I believe. So this was around the time when the Telegraph was kind of almost being phased out, but he was developing technology to make it even more advanced Uh, at the time which was which is pretty cool so by Mm. go
3: ahead.
1: no no i'm just saying man that's really cool
0: yeah i mean i've telegraph seems really complicated but Mm -hmm. um if it was the the most advanced technology at the time and Mm -hmm. you're kind of perfecting it you know and making it even better that's Mm -hmm. pretty awesome right there i can't imagine doing that with um like quantum computers or like Mm -hmm. there's so much that like different advanced technologies now that like I feel like I can't even imagine that Edison necessarily would be as um, influential today. Like I feel like he was just like the perfect guy for his time to make such like advancements. Maybe he would have been, you know, something crazy today. But
1: right. no. And what's also really cool is like he got fired from a lot of his jobs. <laughs> you know, like yeah, he couldn't keep a job. He was living in this guy's basement. Like he was doing great things, but um i don't know it just kind of goes to show that anyone can shine at any point in their life you know even if it kind of feels like you're going in the wrong direction you're just going in your own direction yeah you know like you don't know what's gonna happen along the way but i mean as long as it makes you happy and it definitely seemed to make edison happy to to study and to do all these kinds of experiments and then like I don't know. Just to create something really great, you know.
0: Yeah, and he, because yeah, he was always just following his passion, mm-hmm. and he was living in the basement of this guy who he knew he was a mentor to him. He wasn't even like a family member or anything. Mm-hmm. He was just some guy. Uh, so, you know, essentially, he was homeless. He was living in this guy's basement, but he lived in the basement, and this guy allowed him to work in there as well. So here they were doing experiments together. Mm-hmm. By 1876, Edison was 32 years old. His major invention was the establishment of an industrial uh, one, of, like, one of his first major inventions was the establishment of an industrial research lab in 1770 sorry 1876. Hmm. It was built in Menlo Park. It was part of the Raritan Township which they ended up naming after him. Wow. So they changed the name of the town to Edison Township. It's um in middlesex county new jersey
1: it'd be cool to go there
0: yeah honestly but that's really really far i would love i would love to go there um check out the east coast Mm -hmm. i've only ever been to like georgia and i don't think we saw the ocean so i think it would be cool to um check out the east coast
1: uh i want to go to new york I could
0: bad yeah but new york new york
1: do you think we could keep a few pet rats
0: no I mean, I'm sure we could find some pet rats, but like yeah, those those things are all over the place, but very very gross. Very gross.
1: What do you think Cinderella would do if she was in in New York nowadays?
0: Um she she she'd do some singing probably.
1: <laughs> some um, sewing?
0: Yeah, no, that that sounds like a a horrible uh horrible time.
1: Yes. She'd probably be the crazy lady just knitting sweaters for the rats
0: just yeah no the yeah
1: come here the, we, have we, we haven't
0: watched that movie together right the enchanted or whatever it's called
1: no i don't think we have it was one of my favorite movies it's growing good up one. though
0: we should watch that so. we should but that yeah, that's what that reminds me of <laughs> anyway so where are we at we are at heap um the what's it called the uh industrial research lab so mm-hmm. that was actually one of his big kind of like contributions to um the science, science yeah so He um, paid for this research lab with the funds from the sale of his quadruplex telegraph. So, he developed, after developing the um, technology to send two telegraphs at once, Mm -hmm. he actually developed the technology to send four telegraphs at once as well.
1: Bumping up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers.
0: Yeah. So, that that happened right before the telephone Mm -hmm. came out because he created this lab in 76. Mm -hmm. So... He an interesting story about the the telegraph. He demonstrated the telegraph, the quadruplex telegraph. He wasn't sure that his original plan to sell it for four to five thousand was right. Someone was going to buy it for four or five thousand dollars. So he went back to one of his old employers, Western Union. Uh, he asked them to make a bid and he was surprised to hear them offer ten thousand dollars rather than four
1: or five. Ooh, that so was he, such a smart move on his part.
0: He held off a little Whoa. bit, you know, don't be smart. Yeah. Don't don't make a decision like that Mm-mm. super quickly. Let it uh, sit for a second. He got a, a second bid and doubled his, his uh, potential money there. So um, wow. we're going to go to our next question. I have a another follow-up question. How much is...
1: I was going to say, like, it seemed like what he was selling it for was already really expensive. I was going to be like, oh, he needs to make it cheaper.
0: Yeah, but no. Well, that's like the thing. I, I don't even I don't know who bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have done a little more yeah. looking into that aspect of it, but the the quadruplex telegraph. You never hear about the quadruplex telegraph. You only hear about the telegraph mm-hmm. and then the telephone right after. You know, like this technology wasn't revolutionary necessarily. It might have actually contributed to the um the way that the telephone developed. But mm-hmm. I'll have to do a little bit more looking into that. Part two. But the thing is, like he really scored mm-hmm. um with this deal. Um so yeah, for ten thousand, pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. So next question is how much is ten thousand from ni- uh from eighteen seventy six in today's money? Eighteen seventy six,
1: ten thousand. Oh, do I get any options?
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Um <sighs> i was just also thinking about red dead how like the money you get like the, you only you don't even get that much money but no. when you get like a thousand it's like hell the money mm-hmm. like a lot so
1: especially when you go into the shop and like the oat cakes are like 25 cents each yeah i'm like oh wow and then if you don't have that much money you're like 25 cents for an oatcake. i think not for sure
0: no but yeah so sorry about that i didn't give you the um the options, but we have three options. Okay. Ten thousand from eighteen seventy six. Is it fifty thousand, one hundred thousand, or two hundred forty thousand in today's money?
1: I'm gonna go big, I'm gonna go two hundred
0: forty thousand. Hey, you're right. Yeah, the uh, first one. I could've gone a little bit um and kinda of put it uh, I think it would have been interesting to put that one in the middle, but I used
1: My suggestion would have been to probably do like fifty six yeah just because yeah the 50 100 yeah you know just kind of throwing those random numbers so it's like oddly specific
0: a little more random Mm because the actual um calculation that i found for that is thirty-nine thousand (laughs) five hundred dollars yeah so he was super (laughs) grateful to accept that money he opened up his research lab right after um promptly
1: what would you do
0: with that with that much money back in the day yeah with i mean well because things are a lot different too Mm -hmm. like on top of it being worth a lot more like there's a lot of different factors that play into how much things are worth Mm -hmm. so like he he created he bought like a whole building in in new york or in new jersey and like opened it up for research so like if i could have done something like that like man like i would have bought a building or yeah (sighs) yeah, <sighs> I mean, property, yeah. Just mm-hmm. shoot. Like, that's the smartest thing. Do you uh, know
1: if, if uh, the lab that he made back in the day is still a school nowadays or anything? Because I know they like to build, like, schools or, like, research is. labs.
0: Um. I mean, it must be... Um, what's it called? Menlo... Menlo Park Lab. Uh, Ooh. of owns the Laboratories... To pursue practical commercial applications of research, it was in his Menlo Park Laboratory that Thomas Edison invented the phonograph and developed a commercially viable incandescent light bulb. Um, I don't know if it's still around. Menlo Park Labs. It looks like there is laboratories there, but...
1: I could imagine they probably don't want to use the old building. They probably just keep it for like museum purposes.
0: this picture here is hella old, so it must mm-hmm. have been like... It was built over 100 years ago. It's a know, cute little
1: shack. I mean, it's not little, but <laughs> super yeah. cool. I would have been so proud if I was him.
0: For sure. And, I mean, they they made innovations there. Something mm-hmm. interesting, actually, we'll get into. I'm super, like, interested in, actually, so...
1: I'm really excited.
0: Um, What he did with his laboratory, so... Drugs. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I wish I did a little looked a little more into it to say definitively whether or not he did drugs because that would have been cool to
1: know. I mean, I feel like back then they probably did not much else to do. Yeah. And especially if he was experimenting with, like, chemicals here and there. Like, I could imagine they probably found LSD and was like, hmm, wonder what this tastes like.
0: Uh, I think that came around a little bit later.
1: Well, yeah, it's just a, a comparison, you know, just the thought yeah good for thought
0: no they did they did hardcore drugs they did like heroin and like coke and stuff
1: there wasn't there like coke in coca-cola back in the day
0: oh yeah Mm. i think so straight up coca leaves and like refined cocaine and
1: shit yeah if i've had coke back in the day i probably would have been successful too
0: (laughs) yeah i mean coca-cola in red dead there's cocaine gum
1: yeah i remember seeing that but doesn't that kind of take down part of your um it, like health bar the or core, it damages the core like Man.
0: it doesn't it gives you a short boost but then it makes it worse for you
1: yeah no we have this uh guy at my last place you can definitely tell he had some cocaine gum
0: <laughs> cocaine gum <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> no he's uh he was just talking really crazy like he he gave me a piggy bank a tiny one with a bunch of change, and I had to count it out, and he still owed me money, and he was like, "Are we done? Are we done? Oh, oh, I stole your dollar because I give you this change. How much is this change? How much? Oh, okay. Uh, let me let me check. Give me one second. What? Real fast. How much was it again? Okay, okay. Uh, Can I leave now? And I was like, um, <laughs> no. Yeah, Say you please just, just want to get time.
0: rid of those type of people.
1: Yeah, no, he was um, he was all right. Just was not. I
0: just I just don't want to deal with them for as long for any longer than you have to. Just like, uh just like yeah. please you know
1: the door yes yeah <laughs>
0: handle your business and get out mhm um
1: not too much trouble though but he was probably not <clears throat> doing drugs Thomas Edison
0: I mean hopefully not he might have been so I mean, check, check this out mm. this this is where it kind of gets into where it reminds me of Elon Musk so maybe he he, do, he was doing drugs you know if he's like Elon right but uh check this out menlo park which was where the the laboratory that he created Mm -hmm. became the first institution set up with the specific purpose of producing constant technological innovation and improvement okay very cool you know super awesome Edison was legally credited with most of the inventions produced there though many employees carried out research and development under his direction so a lot of people worked for the guy but he took all the credit
1: that's kind of messed up i think it's kind of like disney
0: sounds a little familiar yeah yeah so that's kind of like you know how it happens today a lot of times you know you're working for a company you have the opportunity to you know actually put in a lot of work and you're doing a lot of the hard work you might make certain innovations here and there but
1: that's really at the end of the day
0: yeah the the guy who's paying the bills and who is like you know started the whole thing he gets all the credit
1: damn it edison yeah so, you should have known better.
0: He His staff was generally told to carry out his directions in conducting research. Mm-hmm. He drove them hard to produce results. So it sounds a lot like uh, another guy we, we know.
1: Long Ma. Long Ma. If you guys haven't seen him. Ha. Um, what what's his name?
0: Yilong Ma.
1: Long Ma. It's this guy that looks exactly like Elon Musk.
0: Yeah. They were going to interview him on H3, but he big-timed him.
1: Oh, yeah, dude, like, didn't he ask for money?
0: He asked for hella money. Or not hella, but like, Ethan's like, it's it's a 10-minute phone call. Like, what? how much do you want? Like, they offered him like 100 bucks or 500 bucks or oh something. Oh, my
1: God. No, especially for Elon Musk. Especially, uh, he makes the TikToks and he's like, uh, money. Money. I, I give to yeah, you. Yeah, he doesn't
0: know English, but he, he pretends to be Elon, Elon Musk. But the Asian, the, the Chinese version, because he... Is a Chinese person.
1: He gives <laughs> me money on TikTok. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not real money. Yeah, he flaunts his money. He pretends to be Elon. It's pretty great.
1: I think it's isn't it fake money?
0: I, I mean, it might be. I don't know if it's if it's like Chinese money or if it's like American or fake or whatever. But
1: I wonder what what the currency is over there.
0: Um, Chinese. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think J- Japanese yen yuan. Yuan. Oh yeah. Yuan. I remember them saying that on
1: H3. It's also called ren renminbi. renminbi.
0: Renminbi. All
1: right. Also called yuan. Cool. We'll just call it yuan.
0: Yuan. Yuan ma.
1: <laughs> he could have gone with that name too. Yuan ma. Yuan ma. <laughs> But um, money Musk. Yeah, no, he was just driving them hard.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, he he police. wasn't he wasn't a great guy. He wasn't mm-hmm. a great um manager, boss. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's kind of funny considering that his bosses fired him because <laughs> he was slacking.
0: Right. Well, he 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 just more than he just prioritized the results. You know, mm-hmm. he was more interested in the scientific exploration. Right. So.
1: Well, I mean, as long as we all discovered it, but I do kind of wish we could have given credit to the people that actually uh like built a lot of this stuff.
0: Yeah, there's actually a lot of guys who don't get credit throughout mm-hmm. history that kind of studied under people. Like there's you know the Pythagorean theorem. You've heard of that? Yes. There this guy Pythagoras had a similar situation where he had a school of people under him mm-hmm. and they were studying and some of the people that worked under him if they created some sort of innovation he got the credit for it so he might not have even thought of the, the theorem himself bless
1: you thank you one more
0: one more Bless see you once you more come. thank you all right welcome back so the this lab this lab came around in 76 um well he was thirties in his thirties at the time it's kind of a big deal, you know mm-hmm. but um in uh in the around nineteen eighty he met this guy william joseph hammer mm-hmm. he was hired at the I'm not sure i think I'm not sure if he was hired at the laboratory mm-hmm. um but I have written here that he was hired and became the chief engineer uh, of Edison Lamp Works. That Mm -hmm. answers my question. Uh, So Edison was making lamps. By the time he created the light bulb, it was he created the light bulb in 1880. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so the Edison Lamp Works was uh, another company that he created to make more light bulbs. This guy. William Joseph Hammer made a bunch of light bulbs, and the it's quoted that he was a pioneer of incandescent electric lighting. So wow. that's another guy that was kind of maybe not getting a whole lot of credit for some of the innovations that were made mm-hmm. with um, the light bulb. Right. So I don't know if I have it written here, but I want to give some interesting info uh, i'll touch back on this i'll highlight it in my notes mm-hmm. just so i don't um you know repeat it in the future but i'm just gonna highlight it as a nice bright color pink but uh, at least eight other people actually created light bulb so he wasn't the inventor of the light bulb by any means wow um They all had flaws, though, such as extremely short life and requiring high electric current to operate, which made them difficult to apply on a large scale commercially.
1: They were probably really hot and caused a lot of fires if if that was the case.
0: Um, Yeah, so it's like they hot, they burned out really quickly. Mm -hmm. They uh, all kinds of, they required a lot of energy. So that's really the thing that sets Edison apart is Mm -hmm. that he made the light bulb commercially viable. Um, He made it cool. It's kind of like in the way that Elon does. Like he makes he's made space travel kind of more obtainable, uh, obtainable. yeah like cheap mm-hmm. uh kind of more cool so it's like it was kind of like in that sense making science more accessible really in with in, in a good way but maybe not the best guy at the same time
1: he really had to like dummy proof it though because i could imagine he'd be like these people like they've never seen a light bulb in their life you know
0: well yeah and so in in his lifetime like people had never seen a light bulb Mm -hmm. but in his lifetime he created the light bulb um the like the commercial electric light bulb Mm -hmm. and he also created an electric electricity company to distribute electricity to people so it's like he he was really innovative in terms of like what he was able to achieve um
1: wouldn't that be a monopoly though back in the day
0: kind of i think they're the the, the 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 problem was that there was existing gas utility companies mm. that were already kind of a monopoly so he was coming in on them and being like hey like Fuck new you guys. kid on the block yeah <laughs> so there and then other companies also came up so it's like there's not i think you know it was legislated enough to where the monopoly didn't really happen mm-hmm. but you know uh, this
1: is so kind of good you're balancing it out yeah new big dog on the block
0: right um so, they, um, when when he was making the light bulb, he tried using a filament made of cardboard, <sighs> carbonized with compressed lamp black. This burnt out too quickly to provide lasting light. He then mm. experimented with different grasses and canes, such as hemp, palmetto, uh, hemp and palmetto, before settling on bamboo as the best filament. So they were literally using grass to like burn. <laughs> Um, Grass in like a little vacuum, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it works. But they continued trying to improve the design, and on November fourth, eighteen seventy nine, filed for U.S. Patent twenty two, uh, sorry, two hundred two hundred twenty three thousand eight hundred ninety eight. So his first patent, I believe, was eighty thousand. They're already on two hundred thousand, so they're like they're they're making patents like crazy.
1: Oh my god. Um, especially when you have a (coughs) whole laboratory
0: yeah exactly so well, because this is this is like all the patents ever made so it's Mm -hmm. like innovations are happening and people are making things and like yeah so he's making a lot of them too um for then that was for an electric lamp using a carbon filament or strip coiled Mm -hmm. and connected to platina contact wires plat plat platina platina the patent describes several ways of creating a carbon filament including cotton and linen thread wood wood splints papers coiled in various ways uh it wasn't it was not until several months after the patent was granted that edison and his team discovered that carbonized bamboo filament could last over 1200 hours so they discovered something even better after they filed for the patent Mm -hmm. so they were still making innovations like right like months after they're like oh shoot like this is even better so that's cool
1: no i mean it's good that they didn't take any time to rest they were like come on get it wow. well it's hot
0: always be innovating so mm-hmm. that's kind of edison's like legacy is he was always kind of just learning and studying experimenting every
1: day I'm hustling, hustling, hustling.
0: one of the quotes that edison is famous for saying and is, is
1: every day i'm hustling, 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 hustling. <laughs>
0: i wish that's probably more influential than what i'm gonna say no he said um i i didn't i have not failed once I have succeeded in finding a hundred or like a thousand ways that don't work.
1: Okay. Thomas Edison.
0: <laughs> Something like that. So yeah. He wait, wait,
1: wait. So was he saying like, I've never failed or is he more like, I've never failed because I've failed so many times that it's brought me here?
0: No, well, kind of it, it, the, the, the expression, it's kind of just saying like, even in your failure, you're learning. What not to do. Oh, it's like you're okay. you're never actually losing anything when you fail. You're you're always using it as a way to to further
1: right educate yourself yeah
0: to get closer and closer to the goal
1: i see so you won't make the same mistake twice if it exactly. blows up on you
0: so he knows he knows all the ways that don't work so he's mm. gonna do the the way that does work
1: okay trial and error but i at first i thought he was just kind of being like i've never failed guys
0: <laughs> yeah he's, he's a little bit i mean pretentious yeah well it's the type of personality that's like really really kind of manic you know like he yeah. was always experimenting and learning and creating so it makes sense that he's one of these people that is really kind of influential even if it was
1: i could tell he has adhd yeah <laughs>
0: but you know potentially um you know no one's perfect so he might yeah. have had some some other stuff going on but there um another thing that i want to touch on he formed the electric light company at the edison electric light company in 17 17- Sorry, 1878 mm-hmm. in New York with level financiers, including J.P. Morgan uh, and Spencer Trask and the members and the members of the Vanderbilt family. Hmm. Edison made the first public demonstration of his incandescent light bulb on December 31st, 1879 in Menlo Park. And it was during this time that he said, we will make electricity so cheap that only the rich will burn candles.
1: <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, that's really cool
0: yeah so this this quote made me think of cars because when cars first came around there wasn't roads Mm-mm. you know what i mean so the idea of owning a car was so crazy that's like we can't even drive anywhere so mm-hmm. why would we want a car right so it's like
1: that's kind of funny that they were like we're not gonna build roads yet we're gonna build cars first well that's they didn't the thing. Even like, know that they would need roads
0: they had carriages right yeah so horse and carriage but then they strapped a motor on it and now it can go by itself but now they want to make it more efficient so they're going to make pavement to make the roads smoother because they don't need the horses right so it's like they just have to constantly be making innovations <laughs> this like horsepower horse exactly so ford made the um created the term horsepower i believe mm-hmm. um or someone I think it was Ford,
1: we still have to watch Ford versus Ferrari,
0: yeah, I fell asleep, but the the thing is that he made it accessible and cheap to drive a car, and the mm-hmm. same thing is kind of what Edison did with electricity with light bulbs. Mm-hmm. He's like we're gonna he 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 came to the most rich people in the world j p. Morgan, Spencer Trask, and the Vanderbilt people, and he's like, this is gonna change the world. I need your money to um put as much um you know research and time into this as we can to make it even better Mm -hmm. so he got hella money from these guys and was able to make an even better filament that didn't burn out lasted for you know over a thousand hours they could turn it on and off they even created a a utility company to distribute the electricity to people's homes it was a revolutionary time that happened really really quickly because he was so um kind of uh like inspiring and influential mm-hmm. he got a lot of people on board a lot of money involved and um uh, just really kind of invigorated the world behind uh electricity wow um so he actually had competitors at this time mm-hmm. this guy uh sorry this guy lewis latimer uh, was a draftsman expert
1: fucking Louis latimer
0: <laughs> pretty cool name i know i like he sounds, sounds like, like a, a
1: villain name lewis vladimir
0: i was gonna say he sounds like a character in a uh, marvel comic book so yeah. he could be a villain
1: i was thinking like van helsing
0: <laughs> van helsing vladimir it's yeah it's just always um it's just always funny that in marvel comics they use alliteration so like peter parker um pp yeah so it's always like <laughs> um but he was a drap. excuse me he, he was, was a, a what? A draftsman mm. um, and an expert witness in patent litigation. Okay. So he was kind of a um, really educated guy. He began working for the United States Electric Lighting Company run by Edison's rival, Hiram X. Maxim. So he had a rival in the electricity business. That was an answer to your question about the monopoly. Hmm there's this company the united states electric lighting company not the edison electric lighting company
1: okay
0: i think yeah edison electric light company that's the other one
1: i would rather go with the guy that made it first
0: that's what i'm saying Mm. so that's well he didn't necessarily make it first but he's kind of like like i'm saying he's like the elon he's the one who makes it spicy and like exciting yeah
1: available to everyone
0: yeah um so on on October 8th, 1883, the U.S. Patent Office ruled that Edison's patent was based on the work of William E. Sawyer mm-hmm. and was therefore invalid. Litigation continued for nearly six years. In 1885, Latimer switched camps and started working with Edison. Nice. So he was. If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, this guy Latimer was on the um, other guy's side during this um, legal battle. Mm hmm said that Edison's work was based on this other guy's work. This guy, Latimer, joined Edison's side. And then in October, on October 6, 1889, a judge ruled that Elec- Edison's electric light improvement claim for a filament of carbon, of carbon of high resistance was valid. To avoid possible court battle with yet another competitor, Joseph Swan, whose British patent had been awarded a year before Edison's, hmm. uh, he and Swan formed a joint company called Ediswan to manufacture <laughs> uh, and market the invention in Britain. So this
1: He could have named it Sweatison. <laughs> Sweatison?
0: <laughs> sweaty Sutton. Sweaty
1: Sutton. So this
0: guy, Louis Latimer, he was kind of a, a legal guy. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the impression that I got from reading this was that he really helped out um, Edison when it came to... Kind of um, negotiating with competitors and really becoming like um, kind of uh, a dominant force right. in the in the in the business that he was kind of creating. this other guy also created uh, a patent, but he wasn't necessarily as business minded as Edison mm-hmm. so to avoid a, a legal battle, they kind of joined forces and created their own company together at a swan to distribute the electrical um, infrastructure and uh, light bulb technology in britain Mm -hmm. so a lot of innovation happening there all like us and all this is happening in 10 years this is in 89 so it's like a lot of a lot of things are really happening Mm -hmm. uh, progressing really fast from 80 to 1900s and then after that even like more and more and more Mm -hmm. the light bulb allows people to work at night
1: exactly so it's like
0: they can essentially get double the work done mm-hmm. you know so
1: no it's innovative everyone needs it everyone has it nowadays you know
0: yeah uh let's see what else i have i'm a little bit all over the place with my notes
1: no no worries i could also imagine that like there were a lot more fire hazards back in the day when everything was just candlelit you know
0: yeah well um, yeah i imagine there was like electrical fires early on too you oh know. no definitely like before the technology was kind of perspective there's still electrical fires
1: today so, oh yeah you know no, i'm just saying like back in the day it was a lot easier to like if you had a party you know you would have a lot of your house lit with candles it'd be easy if you didn't have servants or other people there to to be like hey you missed this candle you know hmm. or for example uh you're having a party and someone knocks over a candle and not a lot of people notice boom there's a fire
0: right and that's going to spread really quickly. Mm-hmm. Eesh.
1: No, but I could also imagine the electrical fires at first were not uh, forgiving.
0: Yeah. Um, but he, Edison, like I was kind of mentioning throughout, also patented, patented a system. Patented. Patented a system for distributing electricity as a utility to compete with gas com- gas companies. And he founded the Edison Illuminating Company. The company established the first investor-owned electric utility in 1882 on Pearl Street Station in New York City. Mm. On September 4th, 1882... Uh, can you Edison- put the mic a little more dear Yeah. Yeah. On September 4th, 1882, Edison switched on his Pearl Street generating station's electrical power distributing system, mm-hmm. which provided 110 volts direct current DC to... 100 sorry sorry to 59 customers in lower manhattan hmm. so uh, edison apparently has the dc and then i believe that um what's his name uh what's his name
1: the, the...
0: tesla nikola oh, tesla nikola tesla he has the um he has the alternating current ac ac dc that's what that means
1: oh oh a couple goals they have dc he has dc
0: and then in january 1882 he switched on his first steam generating power station at holborn viaduct in london Mm -hmm. the dc supply system provided electricity supplies to street lamps and several private dwellings within a short distance of the station Mm. january 19th 1883 the first standardized incandescent electric lighting system employing overhead wires began in raws Roselle, New Jersey. Hmm. So, like, like I was saying, kind of in ten years, the first public building with um, lights was in 1882, and in in ten years, things really kind of started going crazy, and um, just accelerating really quickly. Once the light bulb, you know, turns on, mm-hmm. people get worked on at night. Light bulb starts getting popularity and yeah. uh becoming cheaper and available starts you know lighting up everywhere so yeah things uh things happen really quickly at that at that time
1: i'm also thinking like who were the first people that made decorative lamps
0: because
1: hmm. there's a huge market for that nowadays like imagine i could just like think people that were making dresses or or just kind of uh you know, working on designs, clothes, or whatever could have been like, oh, we can make lampshades. Yeah. Make it a little more. Uh, make a room pop a little more. Just make it more decorative. Make it more decorative. Like in um, Red Dead, you kind of see the saloons, like all the decorative lamps. You know, people's houses. Right, and if- that
0: and that's Red Dead. Like I like we were saying is, uh, 1899. Mm-hmm. So that's within 20 years yeah. of the light bulb even being kind of revolutionized so it had to have been like it's all it's all happening quickly like within someone's lifetime Mm
1: -hmm.
0: lights are turning on like things are really kind of changing a lot
1: imagine sorry imagine just getting a lamp for your house growing up like being a kid using candles your whole life and then all of a sudden boom a light
0: right or if you're like even like if you're born in this time like in 1880 or Mm -hmm. you know 1870s like you're growing up without lights, you mm-hmm. know. One of these days, it becomes cheap and available for you to have lights. Boom, you have a light bulb in your house. Um, then in by the time you're thirty, you know, um, you start seeing the the first car. The I have the info here about the first car a little bit. Ooh. Uh, eighteen eighty six, so those are becoming cheaper and more accessible by you know the the early um 1900s so by the time you're like 50 you're seeing cars so it's like this this time must have been a crazy time Mm. like turn of the century turn of the millennium of the 1800s
1: and it just getting kept getting faster after that
0: yeah and then like dang even even like um the 19 1900s to 2000s Mm we had the internet at that time which was even like another crazy revolutionary technology so like things are since Mm -hmm. since 1880 have been crazy um excuse me crazy advancing Mm
1: -hmm. that's insane yeah wow excuse me all right is that all
0: well kind of so um i pretty much got through most of the info i have mm-hmm. i had one more i had two more questions okay one i already answered Shoot. um so i'll just throw it out there just in case you're, you you uh, maybe forgot but uh when was the light bulb patented what year we have 1850 1880 and 1913 1880 yes <laughs> so uh good good knowledge check there the thank you, thank you. light bulb was patented in 1880 um pretty cool um memory there babe
1: thank you thank you i'm usually not that good
0: <laughs> he is patented his his historic patent embodying the principles of his incandescent lamp paved the way for the universal domestic use of electric light hmm. um and then i have here we already touched on a lot but red dead 2 is 1889 for context mm-hmm. so Man, that game is great. There wasn't even really lamps in that game. Um, as far as I remember, I think they were still using a lot of candlelight in that game. So They were. Yeah, so... Um, he actually... Edison is actually credited with three incredible inventions that have impacted the world. And I'm almost done because this is kind of the last of the information that I have. And uh, I didn't get too much into... Uh, you know the rest of his life, and I intend to get more into the his uh, feud and his rivalry with Tesla because I think that's very interesting. I'll I'll do Tesla on no. a future episode.
1: They had a falling out.
0: They they were like enemies. If if you remember, um, Tesla, a character who was supposed to represent Tesla was in uh, Red Dead Two i think so yeah yeah so i'm not going to spoil anything there but there's a little bit of you know feelings that that character Mm -hmm. uh expresses so yeah so
1: oh you're right right
0: so there i didn't i i don't really know the whole history so i can't really even say too much but i plan to get into that in the future so look out for that but the one last question here is what is an invention that edison had no part in creating the uh, so one of the options is the automobile. We have the microphone and then the video camera.
1: Automobile.
0: Correct. The first auto was created by Carl Benz in no eighteen eighty-six. Yes, Mercedes Benz.
1: It was the first car ever.
0: Yep. It, well, wow. it was not Mercedes, but Benz. Ben, right. One of the two. Benz. <clears throat> uh, so, and then so technically, multiple people are credited with the invention of the microphone, but. One of the things that Edison is kind of known for is advancing on existing technology and he created kind of a better microphone Hmm. that people used moving forward and he also created the technology for recording sound so he is pretty innovative there. And he also created certain elements that went into the advancement of video recording, although. You know, certain video camera um, things, like, or video camera. Like, he didn't necessarily invent the video camera, but Mm -hmm. he was responsible for advancing that technology a lot. Like
1: cameras, like pictures.
0: Cameras existed, but he kind of made it a lot more... pizzazzy. Yeah, he, yeah, he made videos kind of possible in a way.
1: They used to have, like, um... Shout out. Shout out, yeah. No, the um, the ones where like you would like crank it, like you would be kind of taking a video back in the day. Yeah, is that the one that you're talking about? The one that they, cracked? yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure like it was just that kind of technology. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even know what the first one was. There's a lot about this guy that I could have gone mm-hmm. into, but mostly just kind of took more of a deep dive onto his personal life and growing up.
1: Oh, I feel like that's a really great way to kind of start it because I mean, like you hear all about what these great people do, but you don't really hear a lot about their life like i never knew he got fired for most of his jobs yeah so the, he was <laughs> one he of, feel a little better <laughs>
0: exactly he was one of the most like influential inventors and creators could keep genius people yeah couldn't even couldn't even keep a job because he was in a basement because he was he was pursuing his passion mm-hmm. lived in a basement you know so yeah exactly but yeah i have here that the telephone existed but he improved on the technology he hit there's actually an interesting thing that happened between him and another person, Emil bear Berliner. Berliner. They created a microphone kind of at the same time, hmm. but I think that what's his name? Edison patented at first. And this other guy, Edward Hughes, David Edward Hughes, studied and published a paper on the physics of loose contact carbon transmitters but he did not patent his work so three people kind of at the same time were creating microphone technology but it was edison that really kind of gets the most credit in history because he did it
1: first or he patented it first right well he kind of messed up
0: well he patented it first and he also kind of created the technology for recording sound Mm mm-hmm uh, and the phonograph, which is kind of similar technology to the microphone that people use in telephones. So it's kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand. So it's easy to conflate the two. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. But yeah, that's kind of about it in terms of uh, what I have for Edison. I have a little bit more info. I'm just kind of reading it over right now.
1: Thank you for uh, for sharing. This is really interesting, honestly. Yeah,
0: I honestly, like, I was looking into history of electricity mm-hmm. and I was getting a little bit bored, but I, I learned about Edison and, and it was kind of crazy yeah, how much out. he revolutionized things and how mm-hmm. many contributions he has to science. So I kind of took that and ran with it. <laughs> and yeah, I actually learned a lot and I found it really interesting myself. So it's cool that I was able to do a little bit of learning and explaining to the audience here. And yeah, to me. And to you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank you.
0: So, uh, thank you all for uh, watching.
1: Appreciate you guys. Again, uh, if you guys are interested or would like to give us any a bit of your information, uh, we have ways that you can contact us below. Please uh, hit us up on our Patreon.
0: Patreon! We have a... Uh, dot com slash half history
1: dot com slash half history
0: email us at half his, uh gmail.com slash half history pod you Woo-hoo. can hit us up at half history um on social media at half history pod mm-hmm. on uh twitter um you know the more that people are active with us the more active we're going to be with our stuff we haven't really um been too active with it in when it comes to making things look pretty and making you know things actually updated but we are looking to have that be an option in the future if you reach out with us Mm -hmm. we'll um we'll respond so Mm -hmm. yeah just hit Hit us us up up. yeah don't be strangers Mm -hmm. because we'll always be here every friday with half history Mm -hmm. Uh, love you guys thank you so much for joining us and um yeah we hope to see you next week
1: hope to see you next week bye bye